0: Eagle Nation, you're listening to Gotta
1: Talk, a podcast dedicated to all things Georgia Southern football. Now, here's your host, Matt Monty and Cody Anderson. All right, Eagle Nation, we are back for another episode of Gotta Talk. As always, uh, Matt here with you, joined by Cody, and um, thanks uh, as always for listening. Uh, the new listeners, um, I, I think we've we've gotten a few here and. The last couple of episodes, um, <laughs> because we've you know told it like it is, and uh, and we appreciate that. So whether it's your first or second time listening to us, or you've been with us uh, for this full ride, uh, we we certainly appreciate it and continue to spread the word. Um, but uh, but yeah, Cody, we're gonna talk about that Arkansas game. Um, another tough one to watch. Uh, another loss. Uh, fall to one and two on the season. Forty five to ten. Um, Lost there in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Um, you know, a few positives, I guess I'm, I'm being optimistic here. Um, certainly, you know, compared to the FAU game, um, there were a few things to talk about that I think are worth pointing out and we'll do that. Um, and then, uh, and then even maybe so compared to, uh, to the opener, you know, and a win against Carter Webb, but result still a loss Result still, you know, a, a lopsided one, um, you know, more so than, than FAU at, 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 35 points, right, Cody, I did the math right on that, um, sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> compared yeah. to 32 at FAU. So, um, return home, obviously opening Sunbelt Conference play this Saturday at Paulson Stadium, um, against Louisiana. Uh, we'll talk about that matchup. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, uh, I guess take it away, Cody, kind of give me your thoughts on, on what you saw there on Saturday. I,
0: I I don't just frustration, man. As a fan, just frustrated. Um, I thought we had a real chance to kinda of keep it close in that first half and we let opportunity slip away to kinda of put the pressure on Arkansas and make them kind of feel like, Oh no, is this is this really gonna be the trap game? And we didn't take advantage of it. And you know, you come out of halftime and you think, Okay, we can get if we can get a stop here. And we can get the ball back we look good in that second quarter and i don't know what happened in halftime but we came out yeah. and defense was just lost i mean beat throw deep ball beat score story next of the season they, so far next yeah. time they get it wide receiver bubble screen out flat and gone which we that that's another thing that's frustrating is how does that happen we've seen that multiple times in which that it's yeah. like chris chaster man if he's playing us he'd be beating us all day with those bubble screens oh, yeah. um and we just either we don't worry either we're not in the right positions we don't tackle well it's just I just feel as a fan at this point frustrated and I don't know what I know you go through five stages of grief or whatever when you mm-hmm. see something you don't like. I don't know what stage I'm at but I feel frustrated and uh, I don't I don't know what to expect going into this Louisiana game um, as the hopeful the heart is like man i hope we come out we turn it around and we switch it but the head of right. me is like you know their coach just said the quarter of the year i think scared money don't make money and he yeah. ain't coming in here scared he's going to come no. in here to make a statement to set off to start off some belt play
1: Absolutely. Um, so i don't they know they got something to prove too obviously they, they come do. in at, they at and they they do they got a chip on one. their shoulder they got a chip on their shoulder season hasn't gone the way they've wanted either obviously better than ours um, and again at 2 on 1 but you know get the the season opening loss um, at Texas um, you know pretty uh, pretty lopsided you know that game was never that close and then had a really close one against Nichols, um, FCS opponent, uh, actually even closer than, than our game against Gardner webb right. Um, scared a lot of their fans. Then they kind of got yeah. things together in the, uh, the Thursday night game against Ohio, um, and, uh, and won that one pretty easily, but you know, Ohio Mac team, not that good of a Mac team um so a lot of question marks there we'll get more into that in a second um but yeah you're absolutely right opening a conference play for both teams they're going to become hungry they're going to come with a chip on their shoulder something to prove um and you know billy you know billy napier is going to have that team ready so you know that's and and we can't say the same about ours let's just be honest so you know i i think you know the 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 frustration that you talked about it comes from recurring themes, right? It's coming from recurring themes, and that's why there's a, a growing portion now, a growing portion of the fan base that's that's that shares our frustration because you're seeing the same things week in and week out. And, you know, whether it's the, the opening win or the back-to-back losses, first time we've ever lost, by the way, by 30-plus points um, in, in consecutive games in the history of Georgia Southern football. Okay, so I think that's... That, that's a huge stat, you know, that, that is a yeah. huge stat. I mean, you talk about some of the bad seasons, 2006 comes to mind, uh, yeah. it's, you know, 16, oh, and, uh, yeah, 16 and 17, oh 09 with Hatcher, you know, last year before uh, Munkin takes over, um, you know, we had some really bad seasons, Tim Sowers, right? I mean, and then... Uh, But never, never have we had uh, back-to-back 30-point deficit um, blowouts. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's – it's concerning. And, you know, yes, it was against a really good team, an Arkansas team that was much better than – frankly what i thought they were would be you know at this point in the season i didn't think we'd go into fayetteville um, facing a ranked team um you know possibly an undefeated team maybe but i mean they had texas on the schedule you know so i like it. it's just so yes it that's it was a really it's a good team and i think i think you know the, um, from what we talked about last week you know, are they going to contend for the West and, and give Alabama a run for their money? Probably not, but I, I do think that's a really good football team. Certainly, our, our biggest test of the season. They um, may
0: they may give Auburn a scare to see who finishes third. Yeah, because <laughs> I think Ole Miss and Alabama have up one and two, but um, no, and they they may not even be the best team we play all season. There's a BYU True. team. I know people. I don't know if people have stayed up late the past couple of weeks to watch this BYU team.
1: But this BYU team is very, very good. Well, and, and um, let's be honest, App too, man. I I, I think yeah, App yeah. App right now, runaway best team in the Sun Belt. I I think I I, th- I think Coastal has underperformed. I think Louisiana has underperformed. Obviously, we're nowhere close in that conversation. And um and yeah, I I think App State is is getting back to you know their winning ways. I think they are the team to beat right now in the Sun Belt. Certainly, don't count out Louisiana. Don't count out Coastal. Um, but you know they've they've both you know have. Big question marks, you know, with, with some of their, um, you know, obviously Coastal's three and zero, Louisiana, like I said, two and one, um, but they've had had some close games, you know, some games too close for comfort, um, you know, uh, Coastal against uh, up there in Buffalo, probably their toughest uh, test outside of App State, you know, this season, um, and yeah, almost lost that game. We mentioned the the Nichols game with Louisiana. But um, yeah, so I I I think yeah the BYU certainly is going to be up there. Um, If not, our our hardest one on the schedule um, certainly maybe our hardest home game. You know, um, we do get Coastal at home, we do get Louisiana obviously at home um, this week. But um, yeah, it it, we we've said all along, right? It doesn't get any easier, right? Just you you face the number twenty team in the nation, um, and it doesn't get any easier. Um, So it's third
0: the third hardest team we play yeah <laughs> you know, honestly uh I, I just it doesn't get any easier and i think that's kind of what scares me you know it, it's not just that we see the team uh play in such a way that is what a lot of fans would consider underperforming and i would think even the coaching staff and themselves would say it's an underperformance at this point point. The and they same. have but they you, did they did if you, you, if you see, yeah but you see all the teams that we have on our schedule and you look at, like you said, App and Coastal, Louisiana, BYU, those four teams right there are either performing at or above the level that they were expected to play at right. coming right. into the season. Uh, I know Texas State just lost a, a game against a FCS, foe, but prior to that, they had been playing at a better level than what they've had previously. Uh, Arkansas State, I know that they got by Washington, but... Prior to that, they had a really good game against Memphis, who just beat Mississippi State. So th- these teams that we have coming up on our schedule here, they're not cupcakes. They're not going to be just, oh, we just show up in our jersey wins the game for us. If we don't show up to play and we don't have our I's dotted and T's crossed, we're going to get blown out.
1: Absolutely. And, and the thing is that frustration is not coming, like we mentioned last week, right? It's not about just the losses or even the deficit and the score, right? How much we're getting beat by? It's it's what it what leads to that, right? And and we're again, it's recurring themes. Even with a, with the a five point win against Gordon Webb, we're seeing the same things. We're seeing lapses in secondary play. Um, with we're we're getting torched whether it's the FCS foe or the number twenty team in the nation right they're torching mm-hmm. us um, we're seeing lack of halftime adjustments team come out flat in the second half um, we'll get to this more in a second but outscored forty one to nothing in the third quarter this season through three games yeah. forty one to nothing so I mean you know th- that like th- we're 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 seeing these recurring themes and that's what's so frustrating you have Bill Connolly at, at ESPN with the SP plus um, you know, analytic rankings that, that he does um, such a good job with, by the way. Um, And, and Cody, you shared this and and I, I think now's a good time to bring it up um with uh so so the, obviously they have the preseason rankings it's based on uh previous year performance um and then also like how much uh production we have returning and things like this yeah, right there's
0: a lot of there's like five year there's recruiting there's a whole bunch of analytics It's a whole algorithm Asia.
1: thing right that goes into it so yeah so um basically he released this chart that shows the ratings of uh good and bad that um, of, of preseason versus where we are now through three games. Um, Georgia Southern, outside of Connecticut, all right, outside of UConn, um, has the worst, like, differential between the projections, which, by the way, weren't that good. The projections to start off weren't, were already in the negatives. But now we, we have a difference, a change of negative um, 11.6. Right from from our original uh, projection. Yeah. so so that that takes in you know, like you said, all all kinds of you know, it's it's not just it's not just scores and you know how many points you score, how many points you give up. It's it's um, you know third ta- third down percentages in certain situations, and um, you know uh, ball possession and where you get on the field and all like. Dozens and dozens of, yeah, of and there's stat a lot of categories that
0: go into it. Computation that. that goes into yeah. it. Um, and obviously, he doesn't tell you exactly how he does it because that's intellectual property. So um, it, <laughs> it, it's a good gauge of where you're at compared to others. Um, regardless of what people think of statistics or not, this this ranking system is, is actually is pretty. Sp- I don't want to say spot on, but it's it's as good as any other
1: ranking because it, it out goes there. beyond it goes beyond yeah. records, right? It goes beyond records. So that that that's the point here. Is like there are teams that rank fairly high um, in this, like maybe even middle of the pack or, or higher, but might have a losing record at this point, three mm-hmm. games of the season, right? Or or if they play two games, you know they're five hundred. So like it's not necessarily like you're. If, if you've got a high sp plus score that you're undefeated um it's that you're no, you're you doing all, at, all the right things you know you, you just look at a yeah.
0: team like um washington right they had lost to montana fcs school and then they had lost to michigan zero and two and they were going up against arkansas state who i believe was what two and zero, right they had beat uh uca and no one and one because they lost to memphis um but by five points it was like a shootout 55 50 um And so you would think that just kind of based on what everybody had seen between Washington and Arkansas State, that Arkansas State would clearly be a favorite or at least should contend with Washington and probably beat them, right? Washington only scored like, I think, 20-something points all season. Mm. Well, his ranking system had Washington winning and winning quite large. And sure enough, what's the final score? It's like 52-3 to Washington. So... I think we kind of bring this up because we want to show that how we feel and, and kind of what we see on the field and what we're trying to talk about here in this podcast, that there's some analytics behind it and that there's some you know, science. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> there's some scientific basis on, you know, you know, we are not as good as what, some of maybe our more blue tinted glasses fans want us to
1: believe. Like we might be worse than what our record and our point differential shows. Yeah. Like that's and, that, that's that's the point that we're trying to make.
0: And so and also to maybe show how much of an uphill climb this team has to be competitive with who we have left on the schedule and is it is it something realistically possible that they can overcome? It's a long it, shot. It, it's, it, the, it's the, a long the shot. odds. It's, yeah, it's, the it's, odds aren't in our
1: favor, right? I mean, they, they're they're just not. Um, you, know, uh, you know, yeah. So, so where does that leave us?
0: Right. Right. Where did? I guess. I guess. I guess. In the grand scheme of things, I think a lot of our listeners kind of probably already knew this. A lot of them probably already knew about SP Plus right? rankings and have followed Bill Conley either on on uh, Twitter or ESPN or somewhere along the line. So, I guess, Matt, my question is, where does that leave us kind of knowing on this and what should we expect maybe not just from this Louisiana game but going forward and possibly how does maybe the AD react to all of this as well
1: yeah I mean if, if you want to be realistic and, and take off the rose-colored or the you know uh, navy blue tinted glasses not well, right? I mean, like that. That's not to say that you can't defy the odds. Obviously, you can. I mean, we're yes, we're three games in the season. We haven't played a conference game yet. You know, we're one and two. You can turn things around. But again, the the stats, which stats don't lie, you know, that they, they just don't point in our favor. Um, so unless something changes, unless you know, there's significant change in certain areas um you know scoring in the third quarter <laughs> not not getting outscored 41 to nothing in the third quarter not getting scored outscored 68 to 10 in the second half right um make the halftime adjustments that you know coach Lunsford in his press conference says they're making and 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 you know make the right ones and have the team buy into it you know that's not happening so unless we see significant change there's no reason to expect anything different than what we've seen, and and unfortunately, that is re- in between the lines. Me saying there's a realistic chance we might not win another game. Um, you know, if we do, we you know the ball bounces right, you know, the the right way. We get a penalty here or there. It's a close game against, you know, a a bad opponent, and and we get a couple more wins. Um, you know, a some belt championship at this point not even playing a conference game as crazy as it sounds it's it's pretty unrealistic it really is i would love to eat crow i would i would love you know serve me that on a silver platter at the end of the year if we can find a way to make that happen but if we do you talk about this bill connolly thing we will just flip that 180 Right. We will flip that chart of the differential of like the projections of where we are um, three games in to 12 games. in if we're somehow able to win uh, to even make the somehow conference championship game at this point, Um, you know, because it will take such significant change that I just don't see happening. Um, I hope it happens. I really do. Um, But yeah. and, And then, you know, if things go. Realistically. Um, you're right, I think Jared Benko is going to have to make some really tough decisions um, at some point in the season or, or certainly at, at the end of the season, depending on how it pans out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I guess, looking into this into
0: this season, I think starting off 1-3, not a record that we want to accept, obviously, but that was kind of a realistic record to to expect after the first four games considering who we're playing right
1: so you're already counting louisiana's loss i'm not
0: counting as a i'm not counting as a loss but to start off one and three was kind of expected considering uh arkansas who they are uh fau pretty much returning everybody Am improving at the quarterback position, and then obviously Louisiana. That's it was a tough four games. I wouldn't say it's expected.
1: I would say two and two is more expected. I think most people. I think the FAU game, especially as as bad as it was, right? I think that was the biggest eye opener. Losing to Arkansas. I mean, yeah, like uh, we we were optimistic before the season. A lot of people pointed that game and thought that that could be. We could get that elusive P5 win. Um, again, yeah. I think it's a better team than what we anticipated facing. Um, and we, like were much, we were team, much worse than what we thought we would to, be at at that point in the season.
0: Yeah. I feel like if you're a P5 team, you have to schedule us. Because it does not matter. You will have your best season when you play us.
1: We'll find a way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I we're mean, your, it, we're your just, good luck charm, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um. I just... It, it's... I think... I
1: think yeah we we are, certainly haven't caught any breaks with with P five no. scheduling that's for sure um, yeah. and it's it's going to be that way Yeah, you know BYU we are like oh maybe they don't have Zach Wilson and they have a down year. no pick up right where they left off right we'll get Houston well, see, in a couple years see, we'll get BYU uh, Boise State in a couple years they're going to be awesome Houston's going to be in the Big Twelve who knows if that game even happens but like you know <laughs> yeah. it's it's just like it, it we can't catch a break we can't and, and that's well, can obviously talk no about one's BYU fault.
0: For yeah, because BYU was returning either less production or maybe just as much production as we were coming to this season, right? And they picked up right where they're left off, where they're just beating you know rank Pac twelve teams and and just kind of you know mowing through their schedule right now. Good coaching, and well, that's what I want to kind of get at is is how can a team like you know BYU who's facing the same. Um, set of obstacles that kind of we are with having to return or having to replace a starting quarterback who who uh app state
1: can we talk about app state who hired a guy very much in the same cloth as uh coach lonsford okay like like a a guy that was ingrained in the program right and 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 hired their version basically a coach but look look at them i mean you know yes just three games in but i mean they're rocking and rolling
0: so i guess kind of where are we like Where's the disconnect? How are these other programs able to kind of keep the ball rolling? Whereas for some reason this year, we've really stumbled out of the block.
1: And, and, that's, and that's the thing we honestly haven't really talked about that much. Like with, with our rants and stuff last week, right? We haven't talked about the others right and and i've seen that on social media of like we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to others and we shouldn't be looking at like other teams in the conference are you kidding me like yes you absolutely should judge yourself on your peers like no that doesn't that's not me saying we should be coastal carolina or we should be app state we should want to be georgia southern but we want that to mean something and and yes i mean it's absolutely fair to look at the success of a coastal carolina as hard as it is of of them you know joining in, in you know the mid two thousands of them joining uh, uh, or, or starting a football program and then you know joining um, FPS uh, a couple years after us what two thousand seventeen I believe um, and then uh, was it fifteen okay yeah and and I think seventeen was the first year they were like eligible for the um, Sun Belt um, yeah. yeah for uh, like a full member so um, so yeah so you have that and then yeah you look at them last year so just in in a couple years. They go from not even being bowl eligible to being ranked number twelve in the final poll, right? Yeah. And, and and then and then they're still there, you know, today. Um, and and yeah, and rock and roll. so it's 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 completely fair on a coach that that we passed up on. And I'm not trying to live in the past there, but I'm just saying, like, yes, it's it's. I think it's fair for fans to be frustrated when you look at that, um, and you see you know all these excuses of. The money and this and that. It's like they had the lowest pay, paid coach in the country, and they finished twelfth in the in you know in the nation. So so don't don't give me that. You know that they're 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 running an option style offense, and we can get into that. They're running an option style offense that's super effective, and you know um, and it's just it's so so yes, I I think it's completely fair to look. At, you know, certainly the app states, that's the one that we're always going to be compared to, right? Move out at the same time, have a bunch of su- success at a lower level. Um, but, you know, Coastal to me forces the issue. You know, it, it really does. I mean, like seeing the success they have um, or have had, you know, recently irritates me more than App States. It, it it really does, cause, cause we like we expect App State to be good, you know, and competitive every year. But Coastal, it's like we we could have been that, we could have that, and it's not even that's not even like a slide on like coaches and and, and and Chadwell and all this. It's it's just like if if Coastal can do it, we can do it, right? So 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 save all the excuses about money and donations and facilities and coaches' salaries and talent and recruiting, like save it, like Coastal Carolina. Is a top fifteen team in the country. Think about it, right? So, like, I, I, I just wanted to because we haven't really talked about that. No, I haven't. No. Yeah. So,
0: and I think, I think my point
1: was more along the lines
0: that other coaches face similar problems or off season issues that that we have faced this year, and they have found a way to overcome that into
1: continue success.
0: Yeah. Whereas we have stumbled, and and I just don't.
1: You know, I went on a I rant did, with that, I, I, but, but I with with yeah. app, yeah, with app, they obviously lose their quarterback. That's what I was getting at. With app, yeah. they, they they have the kind of clone with uh, with with Lunsford, like their their version mm-hmm. of them, but they lose their quarterback. They get the transfer from Duke. No one's really sure how that's going to work out. He's been pretty had a good. Year at Duke, but he's been yeah, pretty good t- he's been pretty good. And so, so, like you know, they they just uh, they, they, you know they they they've kind of been through the same growing pain, same issues, and they've to the storm you know we haven't so it's it's just it, that's that is frustrating and it's not just blinders you shouldn't just like go through the season with blinders and be like let's just focus on you as a fan at least and and not worry about like what your peers across the conference are doing with similar budgets with similar coaches salaries with similar you know talent like no you absolutely yeah. should yeah something something and I think
0: when we were kind of talking about this before but it's like something happened after that bowl victory and before the season, I don't know if the coaching staff got just relaxed. If they didn't put in the prep time, if I just I can't, I can't they, see that being the case. I can't see that being the case either. But something happened into this offseason that
1: has led to this.
0: I mean, because we just we have not looked prepared. We have. I don't. I, I don't, I don't have,
1: think it's overconfidence. It might be. It might be not, yeah, not putting in the work. Not, I don't think, I don't think it's... focus on the little things?
0: Like, did right, we not focus on the right. fundamentals? Did we not focus on, okay... I think,
1: I think it could be that. I don't think it's over. I don't think in any sense that whoever the coach is, is going to look at the schedule we have, all the teams around us getting better in the conference, us, you know, with, with the COVID year and all that not returning as much as, like, these other teams. So you have a team like Louisiana that's returning virtually their entire team from last year. Um, so I, I don't think in any, like, whoever the coach is, I don't think you're looking at that being like, oh, well, this is a cakewalk. Like, all we have to do is go through the motions and come out a win. So I don't think yeah. it's an overconfidence thing, but I do think that it's something was lost. And, and yeah. it does seem like that, and we can kind of turn to that, like it does seem like the, the motivating factor – it's just gone. Like, that fire, yeah. that grit, that determination, like, that that's no longer there. What we saw in 2018 in kind of the hangover year, you know, the the recovery year from from summers and, and bounce back in a big way, like, you saw that from week to week. I mean, we had to fight, obviously, for everything we got um, and, and certainly had an easier schedule. But it, it just... I don't know. I mean, they, they, they were resilient. They were resilient. They responded to adversity. We talked about that in, you know, past years of season of adversity and in 2019 and um, certainly in 2020 went through uh, a lot, but, but this year it just seems like that's not there. The buy-in is just not, something's not clicking. Right. And, And I think it ultimately falls on coaching.
0: It does, but it's so weird because you and I both really like Scott Sloan and the defense that he's had for the past three years. But some of the breakdowns in coverages and some of the lapses in tackling just have not been what you know has been way worse than anything that we've seen the previous three years. And it's an excuse. It just does. I mean, it It, really is. It it is. Yeah. But it just doesn't make sense. I like. I I try to wrap my head around it. Like, I know Scott Sloan's a good coach. We know he's a good coach.
1: You know, our our Doug Roos, you. you know, Doug Roos is a good you coach. Know, you, I mean, you, yeah, you, you look you look at this offense. You look at an offense that hasn't scored a point in the third quarter of this year. Like, right, you, you, you look at an offense that's only scored 10 points in the second half through three games this season, right? Yeah, regardless. Um, who's, of who's, who's, only, who's only scored two touchdowns in the last two games, yeah. right, uh, against FBS competition. So against FBS competition, we've only scored two touchdowns this year, no one, no one. You and I, no expert. No one would have guessed that three games no. in the season um, under Doug Roos, given what we saw in a in a small sample size last year after taking over as interim, and then certainly after 2014 and 15. Right. So was it Fritz? was I don't know. But like something is just not clicking. Like it's it's not. Yeah. Were they it, not? Were they not pushed hard? Like like did we not? I, I
0: don't know. Like just something. Just just. And I guess we'll we'll kind of end it here because I feel like we're repeating ourselves now. But I guess I just want to drive home that I just feel like something is missing, and I don't know if it's mental toughness, They're not if gelling, mental, yeah. If it's not, if it's mental grit, if it's that that ability that that you have to just push through like your blocks and you have to hold your blocks. Because I feel like I don't, I just don't know if it's that the fire just isn't there or something. I I just don't know what it is, but. Something in this offseason either didn't get done correctly or wasn't focused on enough or whatever, but we just look well behind anybody else that we've gone against. And I just don't – It's like we're learning. I can't put my finger on it. And I don't know what magic button to push or what knob to turn. And to be honest with you, I don't know if the coaching staff knows. right? Like we hear them in the press conferences say all the right things, which, by the way, if you listen to today's press conference – Go take it a look at. It, or listen it was to very, it. It's good. very good. I was, I was just about to bring it up.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Josh Arbery, I think, asked Coach. Knocked it out of the park. Hard. Fantastic. Hard fantastic hitting questions, questions. Yeah. but respectable questions. Yes. Um, and props to Coach Lunsford. He handled it like a man, and and answered it straight and, and and to the point and
1: didn't it was, try to give It was it a me. press conference worth watching. Which which I will say, even in winning years, they aren't always that way. Um, Correct. Because we we have some media that just frankly won't <laughs> ask um pun <laughs> pun there um uh frankly won't ask um hard questions and yep. you know it, it it's just because they're ingrained in the program and, and whatnot and, and they're afraid to and and i worked with a lot of those guys way back in the day when i when i worked uh for the georgia Ann and i wasn't afraid to ask those questions and that did not always go well. Um, and, you know, and, and, and Josh Aubrey, frankly, back then it didn't. And, and I was so happy to, to, to hear those because they're the questions everybody wants to ask. There's, they're the questions that everyone's listening to this if they had an opportunity to grab the microphone um, would ask. And, and, and you're right. I think, uh, you know, Lunsford, yes, yeah, sure. Uh, some coach speaking there, but I do think some of it was speaking from the heart. Um, you know, the, the, the key one, I think, was the um, was the one you know, one of the last questions, maybe the last question, where you know, it was talking about the negativity from the fans, and obviously paraphrasing here, I'm not gonna do a direct quote. You know, it was like a two minute um, spiel that uh, that Lunsford said, but you know, basically he said, you know, fans have all the right in the world to be upset, and that you know he you know he obviously relied on his faith and he he said that he tries not to get distracted with that um with with all the negativity um and that he knows that you know he'll he'll be good and his family will be good his coaches will be good and all this but that he respects the fans he respects that they feel that way he addressed that college football and and uh you know, and obviously Georgia Southern and uh, our team is a form of entertainment um, and that you're, you're paying to be entertained. You're paying for a a quality product and they're not producing a quality product right now. They just aren't. Um, And, and there's nothing fun about that. And, you know, fans have every right to be upset and um, that uh, you know, the, the, the part of that, and again, go go listen to it for yourself. But the part of that that really stood out to me was he recognized that fans that are that passionate and that's the key. I mean, he didn't say passionate, but the, the fans that are being critical. He he wants to be with a program like that because it means that you care. Right, and that's what we were getting at last week, um, and I think that's what resonated with so many people that, that have been listening to us for four seasons now, or maybe just found us for the first time, is that we do this, and the fans listen to us, and people comment on Twitter and Facebook because they care, because yeah. they're passionate, because they're fans, and you can sit there and say you're not, you're not true blue, and all this nonsense, but it's it's because we care. The problem starts when that quiets down. Right. When, when, when the group, when, when that, when that care, when that support, when, you know, when you're losing and there's just no hope and all hope is lost and you start seeing less messages on, on the boards and on (laughs) Facebook and on Twitter and, you know, you, you have less voices like us out there, um, you know, screaming into the void of of all this stuff. Like that's when it's a problem. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it might not be that far off Cody. And then, you know, and that's concerning to me. Cause I mean, I'm obviously going to stick with them no matter what um, we, we did as students, <laughs> you know, we did, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, through summers obviously as, as most people listen to this. Um, but you know, it's, it's just, it's, 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 it's frustrating, but, but, but yeah, I mean, go, go listen to that. Cause I, I, I do think that that was from the heart Um, and now does that mean, you know, is that going to win you football games? No, no, it's not, (laughs) you know, but like, I think he recognizes like, he's, he's fully aware of the situation of the optics, but you know, there's, there's just, there's something not clicking, not gelling, um, not in sync. And yeah. Yeah.
0: And and I think that's the thing that You know, I know you and I, we can't really put our finger on it or or, or figure out what knob needs to be turned or or where it's at. Um, But do the coaching staff know? And if they do know, do they really feel like it's something that can be fixed in a week? And if they're making the same mistakes over and over, which they have over the last couple of two or three weeks, two or three games, do they know why that's happening and – how is that not being corrected in practice?
1: I hope they know something. Like obviously, you know, we've said it before, right? Like we're not in the locker room. We're not at every practice. We're not. No, you know, no. Like we don't know. And 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 like you you see this nonsense on like on social media of like, well, all these negative fans won't they apply for the job? Like, shut up! Like, are you kidding me? Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, honestly though, like it's it's like like the, the these are professional coaches. They get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to do it. So like we we can we can see that there's a problem on the field we can see things you are clicking to be a mechanic, but we don't to know that right, car doesn't that, run exactly well. right you you hear a noise right you hear a noise and you know the engine is not working well you don't know what it is is it the belt is it the transmission who knows you know you but that's for the mechanic is
0: there any gas in it
1: is there any gas in it? you know <laughs> <laughs> my car's not running um <laughs> but you know it's but but it, it's true like it's 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 it, like it, and, and it's becoming more apparent, right? Even to yeah. the lesser trained eye, right? We've watched a lot of football. We know a good amount about the game. We are nowhere close to coaching knowledge. Um, you know, or, I certainly am or not going to apply or expert. Right. Um, but, you know, I've, I've been around it. I've, I've covered it as a journalist. You've watched many years, Cody. And like, so yeah, any fan now and and game after game, it's becoming wider, right? Like a, like a broader base of fans are recognizing there's a serious problem here. They might not have the solution to it, but they can see that there's a problem and it's to the coaches, the professional college football coaches that get paid a lot of money to figure out the answer, figure out the solution. And I'm not sure, you know, we don't know. It's yet to be seen if if, if that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, Because I think you and I think that the talent's there. It is.
0: Obviously, we believe the coaching is there, right? We've seen this coaching staff win um, in the previous three seasons, maybe not to the liking of some fans. Right. uh,
1: Which is certainly eighteen. There's a lot of extra heat coming on now but that but that's the thing like summers it never was there right there was never anything to hold your like hang your hat on to be like what we complaining about (laughs) right well there's that yeah you're right yeah well the three (laughs) zero, sure but and yeah and then in 17 um (laughs) or or 16 um but but yeah i mean you 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 saw early and and yeah you and i saw obviously after savada state that like there's a problem here after 2018 after 2018 (laughs) no one was really saying that right no so and and that's the difference so no this isn't like the second coming of summers obviously right but like it's it's we that's why it's frustrating it's almost more frustrating because it's like look that never clicked that engine never ran right this engine was humming this engine was was very promising right um maybe not perfect Maybe not perfect, right, in 18. And then it was like, all right, it's slowing down. There's some hiccups, whatever, you know, the timing yeah, belt issue. 19 and then 20, you can kind of... See right something wasn't clicking on and all then you're those. like okay like it's yeah it's it's not getting the gas mileage it used to right like something something yeah all these card na- car out <laughs> yeah, like know. like it's like it's it's not but but then Before now you know it's, it's like it's car right but but now but now it's like in it's in it's in the shop every week right it's in the shop every week trying to diagnose <laughs> trying to diagnose what the issue is afford yeah <laughs> right <laughs> fix or repair daily so like it's it's but but that's that's what it is right i mean um it it, it's like you trade that thing in for a chevy man get it going (laughs) (laughs) so or for a car um (laughs) but uh you know yeah it's just it's 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 that's why it's frustrating though honestly because because i think with summers people recognize pretty early on that like this isn't right. Something it's not working. Right? This is not not a long term yeah. solution. This was a slower build. Like you saw the immediate success, you saw it kind of taper off, turn into mediocrity. Now we're one and two. Could be one and four. Could end up, you know, obviously far far worse the rest of the season. Um, and we'll see. But like that's that's why, I, it, in in my eyes, it's almost more frustrating because you like see what. What we had, like, what 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 changed? Like you said, like, and we don't have the answers to it. But but no, that, that's don't. what all the fans are I, asking. And I, I
0: agree. That's 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 the most frustrating part. That is the most frustrating part. Is that
1: if you made a bad with, coaching hire and it just didn't work out, and then, you know then, like, you just kind of chalk it up. You're like, okay, you know, it, it happens. But like to see two, you know, ten losses to ten wins and then go, you know, back to back mediocre seasons and then still won bowl games. Start still get to bowl still games. won. Yeah, still got to bowl games, but then now we start the way it is now, it it becomes more frustrating, it becomes more it is harder then, to accept. And you would than, think
0: too yeah. that if it was like a coaching issue or some sort of friction within the program that you would already kind of see the splintering off. Yeah, of why like, did it take four players, seasons? Yeah. Yeah, and that you would kind of see the players kind of like quit on the coaching staff but all in all from what we've seen and what we can tell the players and coaching staff to me are more connected and more uh, in for it for one another if that makes sense like they haven't like started pointing fingers in fact they've they've seemed to have gotten closer and took up for one another yeah definitely Um, even former players sure you know you could you could say maybe some of the the defense from former players maybe cross line that's not we're not going to get into that yeah. But that again is something that you typically don't see. So he again, you certainly, did no, no, certainly didn't see with Summers. No, no, you certainly didn't see with Summers or with uh, Van Gorder. Um, again, well, he, he wasn't here long enough to have no, former players. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's where you don't, you don't. That's where the what we see on the field and and the The lack of production, a lot of things also go along with that. You see, they're in the locker room, or right. players put on the coaching staff, or that there's something going on behind the scene. But we don't. There's not nothing necessarily that you could tell that's going on like that. And and so to me, that even makes it more puzzling. Team right. seems to be getting along. Players and coaches seem to be, you know, still getting along. That they still fight and, and and are grinding for each other. And still it's like something again something is amiss i don't know what it is if i knew what it was i could probably be a college football coach um and the biggest question is is whatever it is can the coaches understand it and do they think they can turn it around in a week's time and if they can't it's gonna be a long season if they can then maybe we can start seeing some positivity on on saturday against louisiana but my goodness, is that can we not open up with Louisiana and Sunbelt Belt play for a year? Like, can we start off with yeah, like Texas that's the, State? That's the right. Like a, that's the something
1: t- that we can kind of just ease into, man. Right, like, this not sucks. a warm up, but yeah, ease in because it's it it is it, true, and and yeah, like we said, it doesn't get any easier. And I think this game. Is kind of do or die. I mean, yeah. th- this game really. I don't and, think it's do or die. I no, think no, no. Le- listen, to, like, okay. L- like, Sorry. like. I, I think it's more do or die of of like, if we want a shot at our goals, like if we really want to turn things around, and 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 we truly believe we can turn things around and still make a run at Sunball belt. I understand it's the first conference game, but like, I I really think. And And maybe it's not even about winning it, but just like having it be a close competitive game. like that that's more important than like anything right now. Um, it's like we need hope to just show hope, just show that we like belong, that we can do it. You know, like we've had back to back thirty plus point deficits, right? Um yeah. against a conference USA team and a and a good SEC team. Right. So like we need we need hope. We need some kind of sign that like it's a it's a home game um, you know, a, a, again, like it, it if, if it ends up being like even a heartbreak like it was last year, at least that was a competitive game. At least we can look back at that and, and point to, you know, one to three things that, like, if they went differently, you know, we win that game, right? And, and mm-hmm. like, so like that that's all we're looking at. and that's kind of sad that that's like what we're looking for. But like it's not a moral victory thing, but it's just like I, I need to see that sign. You're right, like if we lose this game is the is the season over, is the even the Sunbelt um you know making the Sunbelt Conference Championship game bid over. No, it's not. No. But I think yeah. if we get blown out again, it it pretty much is. Like that that's that's pretty much it. Like I, I, think, I just don't I see that-
0: will be yeah. one of the nails in the coffin, not the final nail, but one of the nails in the coffin that's just like another demoralizing, just, you know, shot in the gut. Because um, you're right, last year, you, you know, we played them close. Not only did we play them close, we played them close in Louisiana. Should have won the game. Um, yeah, if they come in here on Saturday and just, you know, beat us up and down the field like they did Ohio this past week, yeah. And, you know, again, it's it's not – it's it's not that we've lost. It's how we've lost and how yeah. poorly we have played. And if we play poorly again,
1: it's second half play. You know, can we finally score in the third quarter? You know, can we come out? Can we not just flat? play
0: four quarters? Can we of play football? four quarters? Yeah, not that's not, the thing. Not, yeah, not not one point five Not just, not just show up in quarters. the second quarter and yeah. then think that the game's over at halftime. Because honestly, that's all the football we've played in three games. We've played we played one dec- half of football.
1: Yeah, pretty much. We were, we were twenty to six against uh, Garner Webb. You know, we were we, we had the ninety five yard. You know, the only real positive in the um, in the FAU game was the ninety five yard first offensive drive for the touchdown. Second off- drive. offensive drive. Second, second offensive, offensive r- Yeah, was sec- fine. Yeah. Well, right. And the se- Yeah, second offensive drive. Right. Uh, K. Ransom <laughs> goes out with ankle injury. Kenerson takes over driving the team. We fumble. Wheels fall off. Right. So we have that moment. And, it, and, and going back to that grit, that determination that, you know, like that it it we have those like drive killers or those like um, those uh, turning points. Right. Uh, where the um, where the momentum shifts. Right. The momentum shifts. Yeah. Like in and in years past, we've been able to get over that. We have not. We have not this year. Um, you know, that there, there's, uh, I mean, you again, could even, there's like
0: a mental toughness or a mental grit. That's just is, is lapsing. That has not been the case yeah. the past few seasons.
1: Yeah. So, you know, you know and, and like, that's what I want to see against, you know, uh, the raging cages, even if it's a loss, like, like just, just yeah. have that. Like if we get beat on a 50 something yard field goal, like, so be it, but like, like get in that position, like get, you know, like play four quarters, Um, and, and yeah, I mean, we played, you know, 1.5 against FAU. We played maybe 2.5 against Garner Webb Um, we played like, we played
0: a second quarter, a second quarter against
1: Arkansas. Right. Um, and, and that's it,
0: you know, Um, I'll be honest with you, the way that we played that second quarter, I kind of thought things were like clicking. It seemed like it thought I kind of saw that. Okay maybe they're finally grasping what what's kind of going on here um and then they came. can you know, honestly the that and drive like that drive before
1: that drive before half to me, was more promising than the 76-yard touchdown by Tomlin. Oh, yeah, Great, great run so. by Tomlin, taking nothing away from him, right? Gets his first start Man, after the, of the first two games. The speed is there. That certainly was promising. That's going to come in handy, obviously, right? Um, doing conference play because you're going to face defenses that aren't as fast as, as Arkansas. Um, but, yeah, that was great, taking nothing away from that. But, to me, the final drive of the half, to get the three points, obviously you want that to be six. Um, but to get the three points, that was was more encouraging going into half that down twenty four ten. than than the seventy six yard touchdown because it's like something's clicking. We're moving the ball. We figured it out. And then you come out and it's just like you forgot everything. Like you just yeah. <laughs> you just you just got mind erased. Like you're in uh, uh, men in black. <laughs> men in black. Right. And it's yep. just like it's 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 and it's happened every single game so far. And um, that's just what's so puzzling to me. Like, I, I I believe Lunsford when he says we're making halftime adjustments, but like, are you are you Is making are listening? you communicating? Yeah, are are you communicating them to the team? Because like, maybe you're making them and you're not like telling it. I don't know. Send you know, <laughs> send an email. Like it's, I, I just you know to, to you know put it on TikTok. I don't know. Like <laughs> it's just, yeah. <laughs> so like. Do do something because it's not the message is not being received right like it's <laughs> it's not it's not and um and that's what's so puzzling so I don't know um I was gonna do my three Ds I didn't do my three Ds <laughs> um, <laughs> no
0: no probably good thing no right, I shouldn't so do should we, my three should we should we should we preview Louisiana a little bit I mean yeah I think I think we've kind of. I feel like this is like group therapy session now. Like, all right, come on Eagle Nation, like let's gather around the circle <laughs> and let's take the Kumbaya. Hour to... <laughs> Yeah. All right, therapy session is over. Look, I guess we Lu- need to I of...
1: think I think the positives here is Louisiana isn't I don't think they're as good as we thought they were going to be. Just like Arkansas is is better than what what I thought they would be. Now, look, that is not to say that they're going to like win six games this year, right? And, and probably uh, yeah, they're probably still going to win the West. But I I think they're vulnerable. I think I think they're I think it's I think it's a if if we can get our act together, I think it's a winnable game certainly at home, but we've got yeah. so much improvement. So like again, I I think they at, at this point in the season I think they were a better team last year than they are this year, Louisiana, um, we're much worse. <laughs> so, so like, we have to make several steps ahead. But, you know, th- this is a team that, you know, in Louisiana that returned, you know, had pretty much all their production back from last year, one of the top teams in the country in, in a returning production. Um, they obviously lose Elijah Mitchell. You know, they lose their top two running backs, um, return pretty much everything else. But you have seen a little bit of a shift in their offense where they're a little less run-heavy. Uh, they're highlighting Levi Lewis quarterback a little bit more. Um, you know, he's, I don't want to say he's played bad. He he, he's, he's played fine. Like he's had some really good moments, but he's, he's had some questionable moments as well. We've, Um, We've seen Levi Lewis enough to know
0: that he's going to play good, but he will have one or two plays in which he just has a mental
1: lapse. Um, right. You saw and I thought this was going to be his next step. Like I, I, I said before yeah. the season, I think that I thought Levi Lewis was going to be the Sunbelt Conference Player of the Year. Um, he still not, has not, a chance to do not it. Not Grayson McCall. I mean, he certainly does. Yeah.
0: Um, and, and that can turn around. But they kind of highlight There was an interception that he threw against Ohio that if you look back at it, you're thinking, what were you looking at? It's clear as day that he stared at the receiver and didn't see the underneath guy. Um it's kind of he makes maybe one or two of those a game outside of that he's usually really really good with his fundamentals and 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 how he manages the game and manages the offense um you are right they are trying to execute more of a a downfield passing attack um, and not so much ground and pound uh, but they still can do that if they need to i would look for them to say to try to attack us in our secondary in fact i will go ahead and say on record that every team from here on will attack us secondary Based on how they've played so far, uh, and that they need to they need to expect that, yeah, right. Teams are going to take shots, right? And so, and so and and see like, that,
1: yeah, that's the thing is like we're almost in worse shape because yeah, last year relied on the run heavily, um, two hundred and thirteen uh, yards a game per average, um, only one hundred and fifty eight this year. You know, we don't want we don't want them throwing the ball more, right? I mean, not really. So no. so yeah, so like like we're I mean, I think Arkansas. That game could have been a lot worse if 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 their quarterback was better. Pat, I mean, yes, he he connected. I think he was like thirteen for twenty something. Um, but yeah, he wasn't that accurate of a passer. He but wasn't he hit thirteen works. for 20, uh, 23, three hundred sixty six yards. Yeah, when when he connected, he connected big, and it's because his guys were wide freaking open. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's it's just like so. Levi Lewis can do that to you too. Um, we, you know, yes, he can have those lapses, but so it, it might be worse for but us. He can
0: also hit a. He can also hit a dime too. Like, like yeah. he can also no. That's, a, that's to a my receiver point. That's, yeah. that's covered. Right. I mean, he's yeah. he's he's really good, and you know, for those who don't remember, Levi Lewis played in the Louisiana game that. Uh, uh, in 2017, that Coach Lunsford was the interim coach, that he went over there. You know, that's where he did the airball drop. Right, Levi Lewis was a the redshirt freshman or true freshman. I can't remember what he was then, but mm-hmm. he was the quarterback in that game. Um, and that we, our defense just kind of just tore apart in that first half, and he has progressed so much since that. And they time. weren't he very was, good he, that year. No, they were right? not very good. And that and,
1: year. and and yeah, he, he's very much like their shy words. Like he's yeah. he's grown with that program, gotten better year in and year out and uh, yeah I mean I very I, I guess smart I, yeah.
0: very smart
1: yep. quarterback
0: um yeah. so yeah I think look for them obviously to take shots downfield if I was Billy Napier I think I would be tempted if I win the coin toss to take the ball for something like they did two years ago and just throw it deep I mean go back I think what was it is 2019 um I think they, they won the toss. They took the ball first. And then, like the second play, they threw a deep bomb that connected. I would not be surprised if they do the same thing in this game. Yeah. First possession, they we, get. We've given up over 1,000 yards. They, yeah. They are throwing the ball deep. So, secondary has got to figure out. I don't know if they need to simplify what they do in the secondary, whether it's just, all right, just press man, just stay with your guy, don't lose him. Stay on him from the line of scrimmage, get him off his route, and just stick with it the whole time. Or if they do some sort of a I don't know more s- simple zone, if they can, it, I I don't know what the secondary needs to do to fix it, but something has got to be corrected because teams are looking our secondary like chop liver man. They are going to throw it consistently down the field, and until we prove to teams that we can stop that, that's not going to
1: change. We're going to see that all year long. Over a thousand yards passing, um, over a thousand passing yards, one thousand thirteen passing yards already allowed, um, including ten passing touchdowns um, through three games. Um, that's that's a ton. Um, obviously, losing Derek Cantine for the for the rest of the year, huge hit. Yeah, that's to tough. the secondary. Um, I will say, Seth Robinson had a really good showing. Um, he I, did. I thought Tyler Brad uh, too. Yeah, Tyler Brad had a really good showing um, with some pass breakups and again some flash. I mean, you know. Echoing like what what Lunsford said in the press conference, flashes are there, right? It's just consistency. It's just consistency, it and and, and as we know, it, it can't not a- with secondary play. Not Big with fire. I mean, you you can you can have you like I mean, obviously you can't like take plays off, but like with with line play or even linebacker play, like you could have some of those lapses sometimes because maybe they don't get exploited. But with secondary, like you just can't. I mean, like you have to be. You cannot just. Take plays off where you, you just have and continue
0: or, yeah. to expect that play in which the inside receiver fades out to the corner
1: mm.
0: and the outside receivers do the post in. That we haven't stopped that, we didn't stop that against FAU, we didn't stop it against Arkansas. Continue to see that play that play is going to continue to get ran against us until we show that we can stop it, yeah. Um, at least once or twice a game because I mean, we just we haven't been able to stop it. It's, I think that. I guess we're going to get back to this now. That's the frustrating part is this? Is as a fan, you see the same mistakes being made. Yeah. Same play that beat you in FAU beat you in Arkansas. Same play that you see it against Gardner-Webb beat you in FAU or beat you in Arkansas. It's frustrating to see the same mistakes. You're not learning started. from it,
1: yeah. So you say adjustments is not just halftime adjustments. It's game-to-game adjustments, mm-hmm. right? They're not They're not happening. Like you're looking, you're doing Sunday and Monday film sessions, what are you learning from that like what are you what are your takeaways like yeah. it's it's not it's not you're, you're just repeating the same mistakes and yeah that's so that's frustrating. Um, one thing we haven't mis- mentioned is you know discipline um, you know with obviously one of the, the key cogs of, of uh, you know Lunsford's mantra of uh, blue collar discipline with tough we haven't been that disciplined this year um, certainly against Arkansas we weren't disciplined um, eight penalties for 50 yards seven were pre-snap penalties seven. So, you know, and I mean, yes, you can argue the, the first one, the, the punt, um, uh, where I think it was Najee Thompson that jumped off sides that, offsides, that their, yeah, their, their, their tackle, it, uh, moved, um, forcing that. And, and yes, um, they also had some with, uh, you know, off uh, for us on offense where they were clapping, um, which is not allowed. Um, so yes, I, I get it. But at the same time, like we have to control what we can control. We got to clean that stuff up. Um, you know, and, you know, we didn't have, I think we only had two penalties for like five yards or something like that. Um, I saw against, uh, FAU, um, but had, uh, you know, seven or eight, I believe, um, against, uh, Carter Webb. Um, so yeah, and that, that's something, I mean, we've been fairly disciplined under, under Lunsford, you know, um, going into the fourth year and, uh, it's, yeah, I mean so so that, that's that's just stuff you cannot do especially against no. um Mm-mm. you know in conference play. So no. um
0: that and I'll and I'll tell you this too cuz since we're kind of on defense here um still it, turnovers. We have not forced yeah. a turnover all season long. We've got to find a way to force a turnover. We've got to find a way to get to 2018 we to get, to, where we're, to, get yeah. a, to get an extra possession here, to steal a possession there. We've got to figure out a way to do it. Um, And again, you know, that's something that's preached upon in the Sloan defense is something that we've seen past three seasons. Uh, you know, where's the disconnect? I don't know. You don't know. Hopefully the coaches can figure it out. But I think if you're going to ask me kind of keys to uh, this game, particularly on the defensive side, one, obviously no pre-snaps or dumb penalties yeah. Uh, in ticks in their drives. Two, we've got to force turnovers. Um, In fact, if... To me, if we really want to have a legit shot of winning, that we need to force probably anywhere between two to three turnovers in this game, and um, not have and, any win not the turnover about it. Yeah, yeah we got to be plus two, plus three. To be honest with you, yeah, I agree. And and th- if that that will will bode well for us, uh, I think the other thing is, to do is that now our, I will give props to our defensive line. Has has done a really good job this season. If you can look at one bright spot for defense, I think defensive line is is has held their own um, throughout this season. I mean, CJ
1: Ride is just a monster. I he's, mean, a like he's, he's a beast. He's a beast.
0: Yeah. And you can't leave out Justin Ellis. I mean, the whole defensive line is has just played really, really well. Um, they have to find their grit and their determination. I know last week was hard against Arkansas. This week isn't going to be any easier against going up to Louisiana. But don't let their line control the line of scrimmage. Don't let them control the game because if they do, it's going to be a long night for us. They have to figure out a way to disrupt their line, to, to force their running backs to to change their mind and to, to get in the backfield and, and stop them before they get started and I, rolling downhill. I think downhill. we
1: can. I think we can because, like, they, Louisiana has, has, you know, for, for several years now, certainly under Napier, had, you know, a large, um, talented offensive line. They're not Arkansas. You know, Arkansas's line is is just, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, so I, I do think that we can create some havoc there, which obviously will help out linebackers help out secondary. Um, and then hopefully force some turnovers, make, you know, Levi Lewis make some questionable decisions like yeah. that's, that's what we can hope for. We've got to be aggressive. I think we, we just, we have to, yeah, just, just kind of go all in, be, be very aggressive on defense and, and frankly be aggressive on offense too. Um, you know, I think if, uh, you know, getting, get, get in Tomlin back for the second, um, Second straight game, um, you know, hopefully like to see some more um, some more pitches, uh, you know, get the run game going, but obviously don't be afraid to pass it. You know, we obviously had some lapses there with both quarterbacks, with Cam Ransom and, and Tomlin. We had some drop balls. We had some overthrown balls. Um, you know, uh, I think like at least two or three of the overthrown balls uh, could have potentially been touchdowns. Um, you know, one stands out with, with Caleb Hood. Um, you know, where he, he dove out and was still like five yards short of even touching the ball. Um, you know, but like wide open. I mean, wide open with nothing but green in front of him. So hit him in stride. That's a touchdown. Um, Got to clean that stuff up. Yeah, the timing, again, that's, that, that comes down. That, that's kind of a coaching thing, too. Like, why, why isn't that in sync? Um, or
0: just the drop passes in general, right? Like, the drop like passes, I know, yeah. I know that they, they practice catching the football. I seen them practice catching the football from these quarterbacks. I guess what's what's the difference? I, I don't I don't are we not doing it enough? Well and or, with Tomlin we like the it? argument
1: will be, well this is his first game back. Yeah, but he was not coming back from a knee injury. He's not no, coming back yeah. from a shoulder dislocation. He's been in practice. He's been in practice. He was in the spring game. He yeah, you know, the the whole time. I guess he's been Howie taking reps with the number that. ones, right?
0: Like how we like when they go through their drills or when they kind of go through these, you know, receiver and quarterback, you know, throwing the ball to and from each other and, and, and understanding the, the velocity. You know, are we trying to make it harder than what it would be in a game, right? Are we having two or three people around the receiver and, and, and disrupting them as, as Tomlin and Ransom throw the ball to him? Like, I, the, the drops in the game, in some of these drops, these guys are wide open, man. Like, like yeah. it's it just very frustrating.
1: We're like I agree overthrows. with you. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, it's yeah.
0: very frustrating with the overthrows too. So
1: I think you so right. something with, with, with the scheme is working. Like right, well, yeah, like they're, yeah, they're they're making the reads, is the 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 play calls are good, right? But it's just like we're not executing. We so, all have yeah. to
0: execute. Yeah. You know, when the QB executes well, it's like the receivers don't execute. If the the you know if we execute well with either reading the the dive correctly or the pitch correctly, it's like the blockers for some reason doesn't hold their blocks, and the guy yeah. gets off and, and blows the you know blows to play the whole machine's
1: not clicking like that's that's yeah you know and you heard you heard that in the press conference both not just from Lunsford but from uh the two guys that Justin Ellis um and uh Bo Johnson both both talked and they both said the same thing they're like look you know talked about the flashes but they're like we're just not clicking all around like it's just not consistent like you know we we all have to get on the same page and I think
0: that would be my my thing with the offense if again for us to win the offense has to not just execute on one play. They have to execute consistently throughout the entire game, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. And when we mean execute, we mean offensive line getting to where they need to be to, 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 to block, you know, whether that's the guard pulling or whether it's the push forward or how whatever the case may be. you talking about perimeter blocking. That has got to shore itself up perimeter blocking, he's got to open a lot up the pitches
1: and stuff like that because the thing yes. is it's like while we are improved as a passing team we're still far from being a proficient passing team like we just yeah. we just are so like you know if the run game isn't working if the offensive line can't get that going we are behind the eight ball like we just are yeah. and, and and like so you're be, gonna yeah. yeah
0: it's gonna be imperative that the line and perimeter blocking are top-notch this weekend because if it's not, we're not going to get very far in, in, in our offensive scheme and we're not going to put up too many offensive of drives that's going to produce points. They've got to understand that when it comes to blocking it has got to be physical you've got to be meaner than the other person across the line from you and you've got to do everything that you can to drive them into the dirt not just push them back five yards not just push them back until you think the running back has passed you Mm -hmm. you've got to hold your block and drive them and i don't know what has to be done to make our offensive line meaner and nastier but i Need it, be, it needs to do. happen. It they needs do. to happen. That yeah. To me, of the whole thing, the last three years I've seen, that has been offensive line has played well, but they have not been nasty. They have not had that that meanness
1: to them I that I feel like we should You go should back to 14 have. and 15 under Roos, and that was the biggest difference. Those were, were Munkin, Munkin lines. It was. Those were the offensive line. The, you're right That's, you're what we need. right.
0: That's what we need. We need somebody like that. I don't know if, if Munkin just had a way of just – you know, motivating them. I
1: think he did, yep. but I mean, but but like, it's gotta you happen. You Somebody's gotta ta- get mean. You had talent in the backs. You had a guy named Matt Breida that was running the ball right, but he was running through like the Red Sea parted. I mean, huge holes, and and yeah. it's it's because they held blocks and they 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 fought to the end, like you said, and yeah, and he had nothing but daylight in front of him, and so. and we're just not seeing that. We're seeing guys, talent in the backs, very talented backfield. Hit the line, get to the perimeter, and there's just nowhere to go. Um, or
0: that you see a block, and it's like the guy just either stops blocking, or just I don't. It's kind of weird sometimes how I see this. It's like they just either quit, or I don't want to say quit, but it's like they think that the play's over, and and so they they don't block. You don't they don't finish it, and the you know, finish, back finish is a good or, word. Yeah, yeah, and 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 gets off and makes tackle. It's just. Man, like, just—I don't know. I don't know. It's—it's it's just again, something is amiss. If it can all get put together, I think we have a great chance of, of kind of shocking the Sun Belt world this weekend. I agree. Um, if not, then then we're gonna get blown out. I mean, hard to say it, but we can, are.
1: Can we give up the, the the triple option thing? Can can we just like because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but like it's it's so like we have not ran the all triple right. option. Um, since no, 2013, we when we beat Florida in the swamp, I was there for it. I saw the last time, you know, under month, we have not ran it consistently as our base offense. All right. Let's say that, um, since 2013, we just have not And, and real quickly, like uh, for, for those like who don't know, I mean, the, the triple option is not the formation that you run, right. You can run it out of multiple formations. Uh, you don't have to be under center to run it, but like, but you know, it's, 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 uh, it's. It's an offense that has three options that's not um, predicated until after the snap, right? Uh, like, like nothing's predetermined um, of, of where the ball's going. And we just haven't seen that. We've seen, seen a lot of dual option through the years, including Fritz and then early on with uh, Lunsford and his various offensive coordinators. We've seen a little bit of it this season. I think leading into Arkansas, we had, what, number four pitches total? Something, like um, that yeah. Is now, that's low. not to say that we haven't ran option plays. I'm not going to say triple option plays because there was no fake dive or anything like that. It was literally just there was roll no out a, speed. There was speed or power scrimmage. option. Yeah. It was speed or power option. And you had Kenderson look like he wanted to pitch three or four times and didn't. Um, you know, maybe ran some once in, in the FAU game. Um, Tomlin did a little bit. Uh, you know against Arkansas obviously he's more experienced running that offense but yeah let's let's get away from from that of, of the of of just saying you know uh you know seeing that Arkansas is preparing for it and um uh, all of this it's like i, I guess it's smoke and mirrors because it's like oh we're not actually doing it um but um you know it's 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 not what we do yes we're run dominant offense um but we're we're not triple option that have Um, option plays that have option plays right but it's not our base offense um so yeah that that just anyway i've seen a lot of that and that and and fans are right when they're calling it out like we we just we we haven't been in a very long time um you know since since being an fbs member it has not been our base offense period Um, i don't
0: care what it's called i just wanted to execute yeah just i really don't care an effective
1: offense yeah,
0: just, just execute it and score some points. I just yeah. wanna I just wanna see it look yeah. competent four quarters of football.
1: I agree. All right. I think that, Is that wraps it? it up. I think so. That wraps it up. Man. I think so. My computer's dying, so we're gonna we're gonna do it. Oh um, we gotta wrap it up. Put um, that
0: thing on the charge. Yeah. So, they don't. Uh, they don't have electricity out in Colorado. They don't. They haven't
1: got out of here yet. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's too 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 rural. Um, but uh, about the snow, I think actually maybe. Oh yeah yeah. Temperature dropped like forty degrees States, today. Yeah, probably not. it supposed what, to th- get thirty years. Longer than no,
0: that. no no no. It's uh. 2011, 2012?
1: Oh, that's right. It was that's around right. like yeah, yeah, Valentine's yeah, right. Day yeah, or something cause, like cause that. because Paulson got it, it. I, I remember it. yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, no, it's been probably close to 10 years, I think. Gotcha. That I remember.
1: I'm thinking of Florida, I think. I think Orlando the last time was like 30 years ago. That no, that probably is true. Through. Yeah. Probably. But, all right, well, we're not a weather podcast, so we'll, we'll wrap this up. <laughs> Um, We're not a car we, podcast. We, we might either, be a car we, podcast we, though. Yeah, soon, soon. Hey, if the season if the season goes like you and I think it might go, we might just turn into a car podcast. Um, but but that's we know that's less determined. about cars than we do about oh, football. We absolutely so. do. We absolutely. Do. Yeah, it's gonna be not entertaining at all. But um, um but yeah. So what you drive um, I drive a Subaru because I live in I drive a car Subaru. Cody, it's, what you drive? I
0: drive a Honda Odyssey because I have three little babies. <laughs> so I have three kids. <laughs> Drive that soccer
1: ball I'm like God, a fan Yep. <laughs> yeah, I do I do have a super. Um but uh but yeah, so we'll we'll pick this up. Um trying to stay hopeful, but you know, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Um, you know, fresh slate, uh, you know, with uh with conference play starting, um and hope for the best and we'll we'll talk it out as always, win or lose, um with uh with all your We're fan here. views it's, that you come here for. Hour. Yeah, right, therapy hour, yeah. Exactly um, so yeah uh-huh. always telling it like it is no matter what um, uh, trust me we'll be ecstatic uh, we'll be the first ones to to give praise and, and celebrate um, a victory um, oh but, but,
0: yeah. yeah I mean if they come out and win I would and they play awesome I would love to be like
1: that's great yeah. I, let's eat, eat crow, some crow all day yeah let's, let's eat, eat some, some crow, crow Cody all let's right, do so, it so with that um, hail Southern hail Southern.
0: Thank you for listening to Gotta Talk. Be sure to visit our website, gattatalk.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Gata Talk Podcast for more news and coverage of Georgia Southern football. Reach out with questions, share your thoughts, or suggest topics on our social media channels or by emailing us at gattatalkpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Eagle Nation, Gata and Hail Southern. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.